everybody. Welcome to the Stone Age Fuel Fit for Life show, complete with your two incredible hosts here, myself, Chandler, and I've got Michaela here. Hi, guys. Say hi, Michaela. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can't see Michaela's blemish on her head, and so she actually looks pretty good now. It's healing well. <laughs> anyway, that's what happens when you don't take in the right macros and you hit your head on a wall or something. You got to make sure you don't pass out while walking around. <laughs> anyway, today we wanted to start the show off by talking about the different macronutrients that we have. So we hear, we see and hear a lot of people talking about how certain macronutrients are evil or you have to take in one or more of the other or they have some weird complex formula that's not based on math like the 48-hour Hollywood cookie diet. <laughs> and, and so we wanted kind of to talk about what the macros even are and which ones are better than the other one if any of them are better and hopefully dispel some of the problems and myths associated with which macros are evil. What do you think? Sounds like a good topic to me. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's define the macro. So the macronutrients, and you can argue that there's how are, there's three macronutrients. There's protein, and there's carbohydrates, and there's fat. And so in the past, fat has been labeled as the demon because fat, for some people think, makes you fat. But in actuality everything eventually will turn into fat if you consume in excess and fat is an essential nutrient without it we die carbohydrates so fast forward a few years and carbohydrates became evil so if you take too many carbohydrates now you get fat and you die and then now we've got protein which is probably the one that's been the least demonized i would say in terms of the macronutrients because you you know you take a protein you get jack bro where's the weight room and so that's what the protein's all about and those are your three macronutrients we got fats we got carbohydrates and we got proteins and so let's let's dive into them. Do you have anything to add to that, Michaela? So when it comes down to protein, carbs, and fats, um, like Chandler said, some of them have been demonized. But in the end, uh, each one is just as important as the other. In order for your body to function properly and to get all the the things we need for energy, we need each one of those in just the right amounts for our body. And each and every person's different. Um, no one's going to take in or need the exact same of protein, carbs, and fats. Yeah, that's a really good point where Michaela said it was really important words to hear that everybody's body is different and everybody's intake and everybody's levels are going to be different according to who they are and the way they operate and the way their body functions because we're not all just like little people who have the same everything. We seem similar, but we look different and we are different on the inside. The way our microbiota and our guts are organized is different. So we need to understand that what I, what works for me might not work very well for Michaela and what works for both of us might not work well for Steph. And I can tell you that Steph invents all sorts of crazy diets like the ice cream diet, but some of those things work for her. Whereas if I do those things, it doesn't work as well for me. So we need to make sure that we understand as we dive deeper into the macronutrients that this is not a one size fits all formula. It's a formula formula that like we talked about in the last one it's a detective game is this going to work maybe let me try it no okay that didn't work okay let's try something else yes that is very true and um it also depends on what each person does in their daily life or if you're sick or not it, it just it depends on person to person so somebody who's sedentary is going to need a whole different macronutrient intake than somebody who exercises five days a week exactly and so your macronutrient level is going to be associated with your activity level yes. and if you're incredibly active you're obviously not going to consume a low macro based diet or a low calorie diet because you need the, the calories and the macronutrients to fuel your body for performance 
Whereas if you're focusing on weight loss, you might want to consume a few less macros because you want to get that basal metabolic rate lowered to a level to where you can actually lose weight. And then we get into the concepts and the thoughts behind, okay, which macronutrients interact differently in the body and is a calorie consumed a calorie consumed? Are they all created equal? Right. I'm asking you. Oh, are they? (laughs) 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 Sounds like earlier. (laughs) So they are not all created equal and um, like the labels on the food, those have been taken over studies over a long period of time. But once they get into the body, everyone's body is also going to um, break them down differently. So they're they're never really all the same and depends on what kind of food you buy, whether you buy grass-fed beef or organic or what types of food you're buying, that's also going to be um, broken down differently in your body. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about, there's a baby crying. <laughs> So let's talk about let's go over protein or let's go over proteins first. So when we look at protein, it's an essential macronutrient. Without protein, we die. Proteins, essentially amino acids, which becomes the building block of your ability to replicate and repair in your body. When we break that down further, when you're looking at exercise, people need protein because they think protein is going to stack and protein is going to make their muscles and, and step bones stronger. Uh, I would say that protein is incredibly important, but we don't necessarily want to put ourselves in a position where we're just having a, a strict high protein diet where everything else is low. So we want a good level of protein that allows our activity level to allow us to recover and repair over time. And then we want to look into protein. So what what do I want? Are the building blocks of cell replication repair associated with branch chain amino acids? Then cool, I'm an exerciser, so I need more branch chain amino acids to get better and get more fit. Am I just a regular everyday person? Yes. Okay, then I don't need any of that stuff. I just need to eat four ounces of steak or six ounces of steak or some sort of meat, unless you're a vegan, with every meal. And then I have my protein intake. That is very true. So protein is like the most important uh, macronutrient you're going to need. Uh, We need it to repair everything in our body and just to function. Um, One of my favorite rules to go by, and of course, if you're an athlete or you exercise a lot, you're going to need more. Um, But the size of your palm, where is it? There it is. Size of your palm is about how much protein you should be getting at each meal. Boom. That's my palm. (laughs) So that's that's a pretty good indicator. We always say we want our meal to be veggies and then this much protein the size of your palm, which is a great indicator and allows you to get the adequate amount. And remember, it's all about repairing and allowing your cells to replicate properly, and that's what we get from our protein. If you're an athlete, I, I err on the side of not – I don't think you need a protein shake after every meal. I don't think you need to have a nipple tank and fingerless gloves while you drink your protein shake. I think what you really need to focus on is a branched-chain amino acid because those are essential amino acids that are involved in cell replication and repair. And so that's what we need to ultimately get recover from our athletic endeavors. Yes, that is very true. I agree. <laughs> uh, I like it. <laughs> so then let's talk about carbohydrates. So carbohydrates tend to get demonized in the low-carb community. Oh, don't, don't consume any carbs. If you consume carbs, you'll light on fire, you'll vomit on yourself, you'll have a seizure, and you will die <clears throat> from carbohydrate consumption. But in reality, carbohydrates are our body's preferred source of fuel. 
And when you look at an endurance event, you need carbohydrates to actually move on. When you're moving around and just going through life, your body needs carbohydrates to function. Your brain functions off of carbohydrates and glucose especially. And that's how you actually are able to think clearly and not get jumbled up. When you look at things like Alzheimer's and problems with that, it's because your body's no longer able to actually tolerate or understand how to consume those carbohydrates anymore. So carbohydrates are incredibly important. And and same thing with protein. These are the storage that we're going to use to actually get us through the day and through the events that happen in our lives. Yeah, so carbohydrates are very important. Like Chandler said, you your brain needs them. It needs that energy. Um, it is the first, the preferred source of um, energy for the body. It's um, it's okay to eat carbs. It is. <laughs> we need them. And but the thing is the right kind of carbs. So we don't want the refined or the processed foods. Those aren't going to help us any. And then it ends up turning into fat in the body. Um, or adipose tissue. So what you want to do is get the right carbs, uh, whole unprocessed foods. Um, and you can even like, like when it comes to paleo, you just do like fruits that counts as carbs and it's actually a healthy carb. I like to tell my people before working out, if they need a little bit more energy, um, go ahead and eat a piece of fruit on your way here because your body is going to use up that energy it just put into its body. So you're not really going to be storing that anywhere. You're going to use that. You're going to have that fuel for your workout. So even if you're, you know, halfway through an eight hour shift at work, grab a piece of fruit, eat that. You're going to feel so much more energetic after that. Yeah, that's a good point. Your carbohydrates should be consumed and dictated by what you're about to do. So if you're just waking up in the morning, you probably don't want to eat like a Twinkie or a Hostess <laughs> cupcake or something like that, or regardless of how delicious they are. You want to make sure you start your day off right and you eat the right carbohydrates. Like Michaela's saying, every meal should have a plate, like your protein's a hunk of your size of your hand. Your plate should be 75% vegetables that surround the meat that's on your plate or the meat alternative if you're a vegan. And that's how we understand and go with, and vegetables are a carbohydrate. I've actually had people who didn't know that vegetables are a carbohydrate. So we need to make sure we understand that they're a carbohydrate and they're low density. So they're not going to put a lot of carbohydrates in your system. And then you combine that with, like Michaela saying, like fruits. And then you put in, maybe you have a hard workout or you're a runner or a cyclist or something like that. So then you add in sweet potatoes or you add in regular potatoes even. So you need to make sure your carbohydrates are fueling you for what you're about to do. So if you're going to do a hard event, that's going to take 30 minutes or more, you're probably going to look at some starches like potatoes and rice. If you're about to do a a CrossFit or a short high-intensity workout, maybe you eat some fruit and you make sure that you fuel your body and your body fuel is dictated by the amount of energy you're about to expend. Yep. And when it comes down to if you're guessing, like Chandler said, 75% of your plate should be veggies and then you got fruits as well. But um, another rule of thumb, so we talked about protein, which is the size of your palm. Uh, for your carbs at every meal, you should have a cup of, like your cupped hand. There you go. That's the amount of carbs. So whether it's potatoes or whatever else it is, that should be about the right amount for your body. And then your veggies is the size of your fist. So those two combined would be about 75% of your plate. Yeah, the cup, fist. <laughs> <laughs> What is that, like a symbol for, I feel feel like that's a love symbol or something. (laughs) (laughs) Or Power Rangers. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So there's carbohydrates. They're not evil and they... The consumption of your carbohydrates should be dictated by what you're going to do for that day. If you're not going to, if you're not exercising or doing anything, keep it stick with vegetables. Maybe eat a handful of berries. Berries are pretty gr- are amazing because they have a lot of fiber in them. They're well tolerated and they're not going to give you a big glucose spike or anything like that or insulin spike. 
And so let's talk about fats. And so fats used to be demonized. It used to be like, ooh, you, you, if you eat fats, you're going to die. I, I swear <laughs> to, I swear, you will die if you eat fats. If you even look at them, you're going you're gonna to get fat and die. But in reality, fats are they're incredibly important. Fats are some of the most important things we can possibly hope to consume. It's going to allow our body to continue functioning. It's going to give us storage beyond what we have for the carbohydrates. And it's going to allow us to function and be actual normal human beings because we have the, the fats in our system. So when you consume fats, we always, I always say that your fats need to be fats that are from good sources. So we have fats from like avocados. We have fats from olives. You have fats from your grass-fed steak. And that's a big point of contention. Are the fats that come from our steaks and our meats and stuff like that, are they going to be bad for us? And maybe, probably not, if you consume actual good whole unprocessed foods like steaks that are grass-fed, grass-finished. Your fats are going to be from omega-3 fatty acids, just like eating fish. Eating fish, it's going to be good fats that are from the fish consuming kelp or underwater stuff like that, underwater flowers. That They eat that, they process it, then we get omega-3 fatty acids from them. So remember, your fats are incredibly important. We just need to make sure we get our fats from the right sources. And fats are more dense than your other nutrients. So your carbohydrates and your proteins are 4 calories per gram. Your fats are going to be 9. So remember, what you do consuming your fats is going to be a lot more than what you get out of your proteins and carbohydrates. Right. So... The most important thing out of this is fats are not bad. <laughs> they are good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the secondary source of energy in the body. And you, um, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I it. lose my train of thought from one second <laughs> to the next. Um, just the right kinds of stuff. So, like, I watched a great video last night, and the guy went through the store, and he was talking about what's good and what's not good. And it comes down to something as simple as, looking at like a salad dressing it has canola oil so canola oil is not a good fat um sunflower oil is not a good fat um what are some other ones that are not good vegetable oil is not a good fat those um are like processed and they're made in in factories they're not so good for us that is going to cause our omega-6s to rise when we want more omega-3s we have too many omega-6s in our diets these days so if we're sticking to like coconut oil olive oil um, avocado oil all those are good fats for us yeah, that's a good point. And the point Michaela brought up with the vegetable oils and seeds, if you eat a lot of seeds, they're very high in omega-6 fatty acids. And the problem with omega-6 fatty acids is we consume so much of them. Our body has this much omega-6 and this much omega-3. If you're listening to the podcast, one hand is really high and the other one's really low. <laughs> and the one that's really high is the omega-6s. And when it gets that high, it's a... It, sends a pro-inflammatory cascade across our body and then our joints start hurting. We start getting the inflammatory problems. We start seeing autoimmune disease come out. So we need to make sure that we understand that consuming fats is about controlling and consuming the right fats to reduce inflammation and balance out our omega-3, omega-6 fatty acid intake. Because if omega-3s come back up and balance, boom, no more inflammation. Happy body, happy life. If they come out of whack, then you're all, you're, you're just going to hurt and life's going to be hard. So make sure that your fats, like Michaela saying, come from the omega-6 variety and if you're consuming a fish oil make sure you don't get the fish oil that's like an omega-369 just get the omega-3 because that's the one we really need to consume and that's the one most americans or people in developed worlds have the most difficulty consuming they can consume a ton of omega-6 because we have all kinds of vegetable oils and all that good stuff but omega-3s are a lot more difficult yeah so in the end one let's go back to our hand there we go so protein size of palm and then veggies size of fist cupped hands, size of carbs, 
And now fats is the size of your thumb at every meal. Healthy fats. Remember that. Healthy fats. <laughs> That's perfect. So that'd, that'd be like a handshake. Would you do palm? <laughs> <laughs> palm. Fist. fist. Cup. Cup. <laughs> palm. Thumbs up. Palm fist. Th- yep. I screwed it up. But I like that analogy. And so follow that and you can actually figure out what you're going to put on your plate. What was it again, Michaela? So the size of your palm is the protein, size of your fist are veggies, size of your cupped hand are your carbs, and then the size of your thumb is the fats, healthy fats. And if you want extra fats, you do two thumbs up. <laughs> like Borat. Yeah. Very nice, I like. <laughs> Borat style. Okay, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Remember, there is nothing known as an evil macronutrient. There's just the right macronutrients to consume at the right time, and we need a good balance of what we're going to do to make sure that we have an effective system inside our body. Proteins, carbohydrates, fats. Nothing's evil. Consume them in the way that Michaela taught you to use your hands. That's it. <laughs> See you guys. If you have questions, post them in the comments. We'd love to go back and forth with you and talk. We like your thoughts. We like to do all that. Yeah, it's this. That way. There it is. <laughs> we like to hear what you have to say, and we want to answer your questions. So let us know. See ya.